Gunstein, hit us with it. What are we talking about today? So today, um, <clears throat> as you and I work with, you know, sort of all older adolescents, a, a big thing that comes up is uh, adolescents, almost like young adults, leaving for college. And that, and that's always it's always a concern. It's always a concern for everybody involved for the for the adolescent, for the parents, to to friends, the grandparents. Everybody has opinions and feelings that are involved. So I thought it might be worthwhile, kind of from from our point of view, to dissect it a little bit. Maybe talk about like what what are the takeaways that might be worthwhile. Yeah, and this it, it's interesting that this happens every year. Right. I'll, I'll have you know anywhere between three and six. Um, depending on the year, obviously, um, 18 or however year olds, um, going up to college, um, always an interesting time. Um, I can give you the the, the rundown on how it, on on, on how it usually works. Um, you know, as summer is winding down and coming to a close, you know, they begin to start thinking about, you know, college coming up, which makes sense. Um, and in the, in the therapy room, I might, you know, kind of bring it up and say, hey, like, like, there's a big transition coming up. There's a big change coming up. What are we thinking and feeling about it? Oftentimes, um, these kids don't want to talk about it at all. They mm-hmm. say, oh, like, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm enjoying my summer. Like, don't bother me with that. Um, uh, and it's challenging for them to kind of wrap their mind around and process all of the feelings that come along with this. Now, um, I'll say maybe 50% um, actually do spend the time mm-hmm. to like sit with the thoughts and the feelings and what they imagine it's going to be like. And, you know, transitioning into school looks one way. Um, and then, and also sometimes kids do not spend any time right. thinking about this and, and those feelings can hit them like a ton of bricks. Um, when does that happen? Right before they leave, you feel like, or they, they kind of call you two weeks into the semester. Oh, move-in day. A move day. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Like, um, just one example. I remember this was a couple of years ago. Um, I was chatting with this young guy, and you know, college coming up. Like, how are we feeling? Like, we're nervous. He's like, Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, are you sure? Like, like, big change. Big change comes with a lot of anxiety. Like, maybe might be homesick. No, 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 we'll be fine. <laughs> On the way to college, threw up in the car because he was so anxious, and it's like, I, no, no, no. um. And move-in day, right? Like when mom and dad say goodbye, there's that last hug, and then they leave, and the door shuts, and boom, it's sort of like tears, right. and, <laughs> and and I can't do this. Um, I have to come home. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Like it's almost like a like a little catastrophe, right? So, um, so yeah, talk about a big change. Talk about a grieving process. Going away to college for kids, it's a it's a good change, but it's a tough change. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I can't agree more. Uh, what I notice is that I, I typically work with older, mm-hmm. uh, just clients in general. So potentially you are seeing the, the, the you know, the adolescent, the kid that that's, and the challenges that come on that. And I typically see, uh, you know, the parents, right. They're in their maybe very, very late forties, probably most likely, um, you know, early to mid fifties, depending on the, mm-hmm. on the situation. And, you know, they're, they also have an enormous amount of feelings, right? Like the empty nest kind of thing that's 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 been around forever. Uh, <clears throat> and one thing, as, as potentially some of the listeners uh, know, I, I typically work with either men or couples. And within you know, when I work with couples, I, I use what's called emotionally focused therapy. And and you know, not to go on a tangent, what it is, but the big part of it is identifying emotional needs. Mm-hmm. 
and and what I think is is what I try to do when I work with parents or a parent is is try to you expand a little bit about like what is it this change you know they, they try to go with like well i'm gonna miss my son or my daughter or this that and the other but i, I try to challenge them a little bit more but what is it about you know your child leaving that's that's difficult for you and oftentimes we we find something like um my my identity as a parent is no longer there right like or this need to take care of right like to nurture is a big mm-hmm. part for parents, right? That is kind of no longer there to the same degree, yeah. right? And and again, talk about <laughs> loss and talk about being able to grieve something, right? That need that, first of all, is part of who we are. And the one that we were exercising, let's call it 17, 18, 19 years, all of a sudden, in a way, kind of like moving day, abruptly ends on moving day because, you know, obviously you have phone calls and video and visiting, and that, but it's not the same. Mm-mm. But it's yeah. not the same. So what I do on the parent end is try to identify. Let's think about these emotional needs, you know, just for identity sake, for acceptance sake, because we can't really let go of something if we don't know what it is, if we can't put words to it, right? So what I do is try to help parent or parents identify what it might be like. And it sounds like for yourself, what you, hopefully, you know, what's happening is the kid can identify, wow, you know, it's challenging because I have been nurtured, right? It's a safe environment at home. But now all of a sudden, uh, none of that exists. Now I kind of have to figure a lot more for myself. So I always encourage, can we have, just have a conversation about it? It doesn't have to be even in a therapy setting. Just like, hey, you know, I've taken care of you all my life. And this is difficult for me. I'm proud. And it's also difficult for me because it's a big part of who I am, right? It doesn't notice. I didn't like, <laughs> it's not a therapy session. Just like say that there's a piece of you you know, there's a need that's going to be missing for you. Right. And that I'm very proud. Like that, that's, a, that's all I'm pulling people to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I think the whole point about this is, uh, you know, like normalizing these, these feelings, right. like yeah, it, it, it's a change, but it's, and, and, and it's a good change. Right. I don't think anyone's like, oh, I got into college. Right. Ugh. Right. Well, I don't know, maybe it's whatever. That's beside the point. Um, it's a good change. And it's also, truly difficult right because um needs it needs uh that that have been met in one way are now no longer met is basically what what i'm hearing you say and that that change that switch it's it's a challenging thing and we need to you know kind of figure out how to meet those needs again exactly Um, and it doesn't happen in a day or a week and so you know as as i've witnessed so many of these kids have this like you know like tidal wave of emotion just like hit them on move-in day or the day after move-in day or moments after mom and dad leave, um, you know, being able to hopefully, you know, hopefully people listening to this are able to, you know, listen to this as it's happening or even before and just really normalize all of this. Um, Know that you're going to go through it. Know that it's going to be a little challenging and also know that everyone gets through it. Absolutely. I, I think it's such a, it's such a critical thing to be able to talk about because it makes, again, kind of piggybacking a little bit on our conversation earlier, right? It It's a great change. It's a difficult change. It's maybe an unspoken change because, well, mm-hmm. most people go to college or trade uh, some sort of um, a trading school or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, something has changed or they're just moving out. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't necessarily have to be college. But like just being able to say that, hey, this is a change and maybe a loss of emotional needs being satisfied. 
for both people, for the child to be nurtured and for the parent to nurture. They're important needs of who we are. We can't get rid of them. They're always there. So if we can know what they are, if we can verbalize them and talk about it, it's much easier to shift to something else. Yeah. Right? And it's just such a such an easy but such an important thing to do that I, I feel like most people don't know. Do. And then I see adults that have the emptiness. Oh, I don't know what to do. Now this change has happened. And then they go, th- you know, maybe for years you know, trying to figure out what the new value is like without really tapping in and what the emotional need was to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you're just really using like EFT language here, right? <laughs> like I could just like, like really hear, hear you saying it, right? But, but yeah. Um, and, and, and one of the great things that, that I'm certainly not an expert on EFT, um, but, but from having heard about it and knowing a bit about it, you know, tapping into those emotional needs, like it's like that, that's all that it is. And, um, and normalizing it and just, and just being able to like identify them, name them, talk about them. Right. That is just a completely fantastic first step in the right direction that almost no one ever takes. It, they, they, they don't because, you know, what I notice, especially from, you know, parents that are really invested in, in, in their child and, and the well-being is that, you know, sometimes when I bring it up, they shift the conversation. No, no, it's not about me. It's about my son or my daughter, about her doing well. And, and I was, that's absolutely true. I don't want to take away from the fact that, you know, little Billy is doing well. Can we just acknowledge that it's something's happening for you too? Like we're not taking away from the fact that he's leaving and you're proud and that it's not about your feelings. And at the same time, can we say that you're having feelings about it just so that it's easier to own it? Yeah. Because you don't want to, because what I see sometimes happen is that the parent that didn't identify that but still puts it on the kid yeah right like how come you're not coming back for christmas how come you're not coming back for this how come you're not calling me back as much as i would like where are you right like so then unidentified feeling all of a sudden not to use fancy uh therapy uh words but like projects onto the kid their need without really being acknowledged right and then there's pressure and guilt and shame and, and all sorts of and, and it kind of gets in the way of the dynamic rather than just saying you had needs i had needs can we just acknowledge them and figure out what, how, how that could work right like, so that often is the challenge for when i work with parents they just don't want to do that yeah uh, or they have a, honestly don't want to, they have a challenging time accepting that it's okay to feel that you have feelings. Well, I don't want to be selfish about it. I'm not asking you to be selfish. Just saying like, can we say that you have feelings about it aside from your kid, that it fulfilled something for you taking care of a child? Like it's not, to me, it's not that big of a stretch, but I do notice that that conversation often takes a little bit. So for some of the listeners out there, just, just be mindful, just acknowledge how you feel about it. And, and, you know, also, if you're up for it, just share it. Like, there's nothing nothing wrong will happen if you begin to put that self out there. I think everybody would benefit, and you're more likely not to, like, you know, fuck up your kid's experience there with creating guilt for them rather than having a more pleasant interaction. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. that, those are my two cents. <laughs> you know, I think um, yeah, we could just, like... Um, like cut that, <laughs> like it's like sound bite out and just like like plop it on some people's uh, some some parents' phones. That would be perfect. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people need to hear that. Um, That's the hope. I, I I really do like what you said and how you said it. I, I think that's hugely important. Um, and a lot of people just completely out of their awareness. Exactly right. what you just said. Awesome. So. I think that brings us to the last call. 
uh, last call is is this. It's okay to have feelings. You don't have to hyper-focus on your kid because it, you're not really doing anyone's favors to anybody, not to the kid and definitely not to yourself. So just acknowledge that the kid has emotional needs, you have emotional needs, and it's an interaction between those two needs. That's it. Like You could, could think of it as very uh, cerebral or very mathematical. Like, that person has something. You have something. Just want to talk about it. Just, just acknowledge it to yourself. And you, the, your relationship with your child that's going away is going to be a thousand times better for it. Mm-hmm. Yourself, mine, mine is this. Um, you know, if if if, if there's any uh, young adult out there um, getting ready to go to college, um, my my ask is to to spend some time thinking about it. <laughs> um, I've heard. Um, and worked with so many people who, you know, intentionally did not think about it and right. avoided it. And it hit them like a freight train on move-in day or the day before move-in day. Um, and, and it's pretty ugly. Right. Um, but if we're able to start thinking about this stuff in June, July, um, kind of like wrapping our mind around it, getting a little bit more used to it. Typically, things go a little bit smoother on move-in day and those emotions don't come absolutely out of nowhere. So my last goal is to, you know, think about this change that's coming up because it's coming up. Right. Awesome. All right, guys, as always, thanks so much.